how many customers do you have that are paying you something monthly? Okay, those, that number is really, really low. Like how low? That number between 20 and 50. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We got to grow faster. Minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Ahmed Qureshi. He quit his job to start a MarTech SaaS startup and then survived the COVID recession and raised funds without selling any equity. Went from two features to 11 within four months and raised enough funds to fund their future without the need of any investors. The company is called BrandOverflow.com, an all-in-one SEO platform. Ahmed, you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, sure. We started out in 2019. And how much capital did you raise and how did you do this without selling any equity? Okay, uh, I raised around two hundred fifty thousand, uh, a little over two hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars in twenty twenty. But how did, COVID you, how, how did you do that without selling any equity? By creating future debt, uh, we sold lifetime deals to our software product. Okay, but doesn't that kill your ability to upsell customers in the future if you let them pay one time for their whole life? Definitely. That's why we created it. Uh, we created the deal in a very isolated environment so that we can uh, try to uh, get those super early beta testers that can really uh, support our vision. Because we were we were in a really saturated market. We were already up against really big companies that were already dominating that kind of space. We needed to create space for ourselves. So what was the lifetime deal? How much did you charge? We charged, uh, we had several packages. The regular package cost around two ninety nine. Two hundred ninety nine for for life. And how many did you sell? We sold around, uh, we had several packages, so the prices, prices may vary. We sold around 400 to 500 deals. Okay. And which platform, like how did you sell 400? How did you get traffic? The first uh, thing we did we, was we went to Stack Social. Uh, everybody wow. goes to Stack Social for the lifetime deals. We generated a little bit of revenue from there. And then we moved to isolated Facebook groups where there are like hardcore uh, SaaS users, B2B users, agency owners. They, are looking for way, they were looking for way, ways to cut down on their costs. And there we were. So can you name one or two of those groups? Yeah, definitely. One of them is Digital Think. Okay. And what's another one? Uh, Alston, Alston Anthony, he was one of the first people that kind of introduced us to these lifetime groups, Alston Anthony's group. 
Mm-hmm. What's another What's another group? Give me another example. Martech, Martech Wise, uh, one of those. Yeah, I would say these are the three of the biggest groups that I'm. So digital, really digital think Martech Wise, and what was the third? Alston Anthony. He's oh, a it's his actual reviewer. name. Yeah, that's his actual name. So his group was based around him reviewing these uh, lifetime products. Okay, so you sold you sold a total of two hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of the product in lifetime deals. Yep. And how much do you get to keep versus how much do you have to give the group owners or Stack Social? Okay, this two hundred fifty thousand dollars does include the commissions, and removing that, we are at around two hundred twenty to two hundred thousand. So we didn't okay. do too bad. So why did these group owners promote this if you're only paying them, I mean, less than a 10% commission? Okay. Uh, the group owners, uh, like AppSumo, charge a lot more. They charge a lot more to run these lifetime deals. Group owners have lower reach than AppSumo, so they charge us way, way lesser. Well, but they still have some reach. They helped you get 400 customers. The point is, if they have a niche community, why are they, why are they, I mean, why didn't they ask you for a 40, 50% cut instead of only a 10% cut? Because they're up against AppSumo. They're also competing for better deals to come to them instead of going to AppSumo. So there's a little bit of exclusivity there as well. Yeah, but AppSumo, that's a huge difference. AppSumo takes like 60%. So they could have came in just under AppSumo. Why go all the way down to 10%? Because if I go to AppSumo, I could have generated over a million dollars. And yeah. out of that, I would have paid a lot more. And that's just by one deal. I'm yeah. talking about multiple deals that I've been running throughout 2020, not just one deal at AppSumo. At AppSumo, I would have had, I would have had a lot more users to take care of with a lot less money. What I, well, I, I know right that's, is- that's building my point though, Ahmed, that's my exact point is you don't want to pay up some all that money. So you go negotiate one-on-one deals with group owners. You want that too. So, so I'm just curious how you convince them to only take a 10% cut when AppSumo takes 70, 60% cut. I did not convince them. They are actually trying to get deals into these Facebook groups. Most, the regular cuts there are 10 to 20% at most. The affiliate cut at normal, what AppSumo pays their own affiliates is around 25% or 20% at most. Mm -hmm. So they act as affiliates. They take those small cuts and they boost the deal by themselves. They review it themselves. They do the live streams themselves. They do everything themselves. Mm -hmm. And we have, uh, I've done several live streams. My YouTube channel is, uh, it's not that big, but uh, I've uploaded all my live streams there and they have been interviewing me, asking me about the product. We've been gone deep into every single feature that I have released. Got it. And how many, how, so ignoring the lifetime, I understand now how you got upfront cash to invest in growing the company. Um, how many, ignore all those customers for a second. How many customers do you have that are paying you something monthly? Okay. Those, that number is really, really low. Like how low? That number between 20 and 50. Okay. And so what, do they pay, what do they pay per month? Yeah. We never had any money to invest into marketing or get those MRR customers. I mean, how, how much, how much do the 20 customers pay per month? They pay around 69 to $150 a month. Okay. Got it. So, so that's something like you're doing like $1,400 a month in true recurring revenue. Definitely. Okay. So how do you make this business sustainable? Because you've just promised 400 people you're going to be around forever because you sold them a lifetime deal. But this business is not sustainable at $1,400 a month in re- total revenue coming in. At some point, what happens? 
All right, that's the best part of it. We stopped working on getting new MRR customers around February of March 2020. That's when we started pushing out these lifetime deals. So it's been around a year since we stopped. In that time, we started focusing completely on lifetime deals to get that cash first. With the cash that I have right now, I have a runway of around two years with my current team that I hired after how, getting how many deal. How many people are on the team? Uh, four people plus me. And, and what's your total headcount expenses per month? Uh, it's around $1,000 to $2,000 a month. To pay five people? Yeah. How, how are people surviving on, on I mean, you're, you're paying per people on average 450 bucks a month to work for you full time? Yeah. Including myself. That's what I earn. That's what I keep for myself as well. Where are these people? We, Where are they living in the world? Okay, got it. So this is starting to make sense, right? So, so if you're living in Pakistan, you pay them 400 bucks, 500 bucks a month. Where are you living? In Pakistan. I'm in You're my also office in Pakistan. Yeah. Got it. Our living costs are really, really low. Um, fair enough. The, the question then will, will, that people will bring up is say, well, how high quality product can you build with engineers who can only command a $400 a month salary? Many people would say, well, maybe they're not great engineers. Okay, then that would go to me. I'm the CTO. I built 99% of the core tech behind this product. Mm -hmm. uh, we are com uh, comparable to, we're almost comparable to HRS and SEM Rush, judging by the reviews that I get by the customers themselves. We compare our data with HRS and SEM Rush. We've been featured in HubSpot just recently, organically, completely organically. Mm -hmm. And we, then why? Then why do you have? Then why do you have to? do gimmicky lifetime deals to bring in upfront cash. Why don't just you just close people on monthly recurring revenue or annual upfront cash payments? This core technology took time to build and do everything. Like we finished building our technology back in uh, November, 2020. Okay. So all that time, what do we do? How do we survive? That, is, that was the main question. All of my emails, all of my marketing tactics just failed as soon as COVID hit. Everybody just went into silent mode. Nobody wanted uh, recurring uh, subscriptions to SEO tools that would like just offer monitoring and keyword research and all those things. They wanted to get out of all those recurring expenses. Mm -hmm. It was a very tough time for everybody. And how do you split? Do you own hundred percent equity in the business? Yeah. Okay. So what about like Osama Khan and Usman Ghani and Sidra Jaffrey on your website? You don't give them any equity? Okay, interesting. Um, so, so what's the next step? I mean, how do you scale this? How do you scale monthly recurring revenue? Starting February 1st, we started working on our MRR, cold, out, uh, cold emails, outreach, marketing, Reddit, uh, advertising, new website, everything. We're working across the board on every single thing that we ignored for the last year. My team was hired around six months ago. Until then, I was, I was just flying solo. Okay, so how are you going to get a thousand customers paying seventy dollars a month? You think Reddit threads are going to do the trick? Uh, it's a starting point. It's better than not uh, not doing anything at all. Uh, the first thing that I'm going to do is reach out to all the business owners that have been contacting me during the lifetime deal. During the lifetime deal, that they did not want access to those lifetime deals at the moment. They they were just considering it about the core tech first. They wanted good data instead of getting a lifetime deal earlier and with a promise of better data later on.
I have a list of over 200 or 300 interested businesses over the last year that I have to build up. Yeah, but if, you, if you couldn't the convince part, them, if you couldn't convince them to pay you a one-time discounted lifetime fee, what makes you believe you're going to be able to pay them, convince them to pay you 70 bucks a month or $840 a year? That's because uh, most of the lifetime deals, they come out with big promises, but they never deliver. We just rolled out our seventh, seventh update in the last six months. We have a very good reputation at the moment just because of word of mouth. We say something and we get it done with it by the end of the month. How do you measure success? Are people using the platform? Yes, they are. We are increasing our daily users of the tool uh, day by day. Okay, well, that's, that's not very helpful. What, what does that mean? How, what do you consider a daily okay. active user? Okay, uh, okay. Uh, we have 11 tools. I'm going to give you stats on one of the tools. Uh, we have a rank tracker where you enter a keyword and you track the rankings of your own website. So we are tracking around 50,000 keywords a day. And these are from active users. Okay, well, what if I give you a list of 100 words to track and I don't log in for two months? It's not very useful. Uh, okay, then I can give you daily uh, daily active users. We have around 500 daily active users out of a 4,000 total registered users. You know, what, what does daily active user mean? Are they actually logging into the platform? View their reports, do some keyword research, active users as in people using the web app. Mm -hmm. And, okay, got it. And so 500 out of 4,000, you sold 400 on lifetime deals. Of the 400 that bought lifetime deals, how many of them have logged on at least, you know, once a week for the past couple of weeks? Uh, past couple of weeks, almost everybody has logged. Okay. So is there a path to converting some of these 400 lifetime deals to upselling them into other products? And if so, have you had success upselling any of these guys yet? Uh, not at the moment, but, uh, but I'm working on it. Mm -hmm. We are coming out with other Interesting. Why rely on Reddit threads to get a thousand monthly recurring revenue customers? I mean, you have great SEO ranking already for such a young company. You're an SEO tool, so that makes sense. I mean, why aren't you going to use search engine optimization or SEO to get new customers? Okay, uh, that's the uh, that's kind of my my own fault there. I didn't focus on SEO while building this tool. I did not have time to do the SEO part, the content writing part. I never focused on the website itself. I focused on the core tech because I was alone. As soon as I hired my team, I had the confidence that they're going to start building up the content. Content is key over here. We have been building up content. When they were hired, they were dropped into a sales frenzy. So they, they did not have the time and the energy or uh, proper training that I had to give them. Now they do. We started doing our SEO just recently. We started building up our content just recently. We needed that breathing room. The, uh, our sales stopped uh, at the end of December. That's when we started working hardcore on content, outreach, making those connections, meeting those people, making those calls, doing the interviews, doing the going everywhere mm -hmm. with our product. So what keywords are you tracking that you want to rank number one for? Uh, we are not ranking number one for anything. Yeah, which ones are you targeting? SEO tool, keyword rank tracker, rank tracker, uh, rank track easily, rank track Google, Google rank track, mm -hmm. various, uh, many variations of the word rank track. And why because do you feel like you can? And why do you feel like you can outrank Ahrefs or SEMrush for these these keywords? 
okay, getting the proper word of mouth, getting the proper backlink, getting the proper press is the way to get those rankings. If, if we're not going to get number one, if we're going to get into the top 10, we already have all the data we need. Okay, how? Okay, uh, there's a tool we released quite recently. It's called SEO Audit, where they where you enter your own website website URL and you enter the keyword that you're targeting. We have an algo uh, built off of, uh, inspired by SEO Surfer, if you've heard of them. They have a really good SEO audit tool. Our users wanted us to make something similar. So we started creating our our own algo. We are at a point where we can tell you a few matrices, fix these things, get these things done, get these backlinks, and you're going to be in a better spot to rank in the top 10. Do you have a general sense of what it's going to cost you to get a new $70 a month customer? Uh, could you repeat that question, please? Do you know what your CAC is? Our cost per acquisition is around uh, 23 to $68 at the moment. It's a very big ballpark. And where are you spending that money? That is from the last test I did on AdWords, ad- advertising, complete advertising. How big was the test? How much did you spend total? Around $3,500. And how many customers did you get from that? Around uh, 10 to 15. And so, then the average kind of uh, faded out because a lot of them canceled. Because we did not have an, enough features to actually support them. So 3500 in spend divided by 15 new customers is a, is a CAC of $240, not $23. Yeah, that's correct. But they uh, they varied in packages. Some people went on, went for the biggest package. Some people went for the smallest package. It kind of varied all over. Well, the who place. cares about the package? You spent thirty five hundred bucks. You got fifteen new customers. Even if they're paying you on the most expensive package, it's two hundred forty dollar acquisition cost for a seventy dollar a month plan. And you just said most of them may even churn. So paid acquisition because average uh, gets freaked out because. Uh, Three of those customers went up to the $1,500 per month plan, which we offered them in a custom basis. Okay, you just told me you're doing a total of $1,800 a month in revenue across 20 customers. Now you're saying some customers pay $1,500 a month by themselves? Faded out of the trial period. They came in for a few months and they left. Okay, I mean, these numbers are not making any sense. How so? You told me earlier that you have 20 customers paying you $70 a month in revenue and you confirmed your MRR was about $1,800 or $1,400 per month. You then just said you have some customers that you paid spend that are paying $1,500 a month by themselves. You asked me about my CAC, right? This was from my advertising test last year. Okay. Most of those customers faded out of the trial period of the one month period, the two month period. Two of those or three of those customers were really, really big for us. We saw the potential in the market. We saw everything in the market. They stayed with us for one or two months. We did not have enough features to support their needs. So why aren't they paying now? It's a year later. You've released 11 new features and 20 new tools. I mean, why aren't they paying now? They are. We have started just contacting them again. I see. I see. I see. We lost a lot of people. We went out. We said we are doing much better things than other people can. We made those big promises, but people didn't believe in us in the MRR section. They did not believe believe in us there. We converted many customers, agencies, and big companies to join us in the lifetime part. We lost a lot of people because they did not have any have any faith in a solo company. I was alone. 
you would not have any faith in a, in a kid asking you to use you as a main SEO tool. When you have Ahrefs, SEMrush, and all the, all these other big guys with actual companies and big teams, 1,800 people, uh, I'm sorry, 1,000 plus people. Convincing people was the hardest part there. Making people believe was the hardest part. Well, it will always and be the hardest. It will always be the hardest part. Always. Like, <laughs> you, you, the best products don't win. The best storytellers win. So, like, everything you just told me is, like, just sounds like an excuse. Like, you have to tell a better story than other people. And that's how you're going to win. Who cares if your product's better or not? Maybe it is better. Maybe it's not. It doesn't matter. So, like, I'm curious what story you're going to go to market with. What story you're going to go to market with that gets AHRF customers and SEMrush customers to switch over to brand overflow? Cost is not going to be my story, my main point. I know I can do it cheaper than them. I run my business better than them. My tech stack is faster, cheaper. No, that doesn't know. Ahmed, the story, the story, the story. Who cares about your costs? No, your customers don't care about your costs. I'm, the story, what are you going to help your customers do that's going to make them switch to you? Okay. My story has to begin with the data. You are not going to believe me if I don't give you the good data. Am I wrong? I, don't, I have no idea. I'm not your customer. I don't know. My customers care more about data than they care about anything else. They, they believe Airtrust because they believe in their brand. They believe that that they would have the best data in the world. They would not believe me unless I show it. Use cases, case studies, actual proven points of our data beating everybody else, or if not beating it, competing against it in the best way possible. That's what we're trying to do every day. That just isn't that exciting because no one, no one, no one's going to believe the fact that a, oh, a single guy has better data than Ahrefs or SEMrush, which just passed a hundred million dollars in revenue, can afford to spend money on a hundred engineers. And no one's going to believe that. So you have to sell an emotional story, not a rational one. Like that's what I'm asking. Like, like if I was you, if I'm building this company, I'm basically saying I built the company from nothing to a fifty-six thousand Alexa rank using my own SEO tool. If you're a bootstrap founder and can't afford and don't want to use these other tools, you should use me too. Like that's what I'm talking about. Emotion. Oh, okay. Yeah. We built our tools for ourselves as well. Uh, my team is filled with engineers as well as SEOs that have eight plus years of experience. We're building out, we're training people with our own SEO logic and algorithms and the way we learned SEO. We're going to use our own tool to rank our own website to the top. We're, if we need yeah, a tool, I think, we're going to, I think you have to do it, it though. Like, I think the headline you have to figure out how to make true is bootstrapped startup outranks Ahrefs for keyword, keyword ranking tool. And then here's how we, and then here's how we did it. But like, you have to actually be able to do that. You know what I mean? You have to actually be able to do that. I really like that. I think that's a big challenge that I should go for. Well, we'll see. Listen, I'm rooting. I'm being tough because I want to see you succeed. And it's a hot space and it's very tough. It's a very tough space. So congrats on doing what you've done so far. Let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book. Uh, Start with why. Number number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Not at the moment. Number three, what's your favorite online tool besides your own? Uh, Ahrefs. I love it. I love it. That feels like a bad answer considering you're trying to beat them. I would say we're going to beat the hell out of them and make up a different favorite tool. They're good. I'm not going to lie. They're good. I want to beat them. I want to, I want to be them. Then I'm going to beat them. I like that. All right. Number three and number four. How many hours of sleep do you get every night? Three, four. That's not healthy. You're going to die in a week. Uh, it, I take power naps, three hours, two hours in the middle. I see. All right. What's your situation? Married, single kids? 
Single. Uh, no kids? No kids. And how old are you? I'm 27. 27. Last question. What's something you wish you knew when you were 20? Jazz. JavaScript. <laughs> JavaScript earlier on. Guys, he's trying to compete with Ahrefs and SEM Rush. He launched Brand Overflow, self-funded by selling lifetime deals to his customers, did quarter million dollars worth of these sales on Facebook groups and things like that. Kept a big chunk of that revenue. Now as a team of five, six, seven, eight people as he builds out the technology piece of his business and convinces people to pay monthly recurring fees. 20 customers on the MRR plans right now doing about 16,000 bucks in ARRs. He looks to continue to scale. Ahmed, thanks for taking us to the top.